وأقول في القرآن ما جاءت به آياته فهو الكريم المنزل وأقول قال الله جل جلاله والمصطفى الهادي ولا أتأول الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد We are going to resume بإذن الله الكريم the أحكام الصيام in which we started and in our last uh, lesson or our last session we spoke about what? أركان الصيام the pillars in which Fasting stands on. And we said that the first pillar was what? Aniyyah, intention. And bihamdillahi wa hawlihi wa quwwatihi, we were able to finish that point. And now we're going to swiftly move on to the second pillar, which is al-imsak anil mufattirat. It is to refrain from what? Anything that breaks your fast. Now I want you guys to write this. Benefit, inshallah ta'ala, which is the mufattirat, the scholars, they divided into two in terms of its rulings. When we look at it from in terms of its ruling, the scholars, they divide it into what? Two. Mufattiratun. Mufattirat, which what? Yajibu. Okay. Fiha al-qada. فقط. It is مفطرات where there's only in it قضاء. You just have to bring back that fast that you missed. The second one, Ibrahim, is what? So the second one is مفطرات يجب فيها مفطرات يجب فيها القضاء مع الكفارة. So it is مفطرات يجب فيها where it's wajib to do what? يجب فيها القضاء مع الكفارة It's not just bringing it back. You have to bring it back with what? With a kafara. Inshallah we're going to talk about that. That's باعتبار حكمه in terms of its ruling. And inshallah ta'ala as we're going to prove الراجح من كلامها للعلم is that the only kaf, the only iftar which makes it obligatory for you to have to come with al-kafara is what? Al-jima'ah. Sexual intercourse. The rest of it, it is al-qaba. We're going to discuss that inshallah ta'ala in great details. Al-Kareem. What about usul al-mufattirat? Usul al-mufattirat now. What is the usul al-mufattarat, Ibrahim? It's four. The first one is ma yadkhulu fi badan al-mar'i. It's that which what enters the person's what the body. It enters you. The second one is ma yakhruju ma yakhruju min al-insani. Ama ma yakhruju min al-badani. I want you to write this down. That which comes out of the human body is two types. صح? That which comes out of the human body is two types. 
على سبيل الاستفراق وعلى سبيل الشهوة على سبيل استفراغ وعلى سبيل الشهوة على سبيل الاستفراغ means القيء القيء مثلا القيء means to vomit right is استفراغ meaning the body is trying to you're trying you're emptying the body you're making the body what شراغ empty صح على سبيل الاستفراغ you're making the body empty and you're getting rid of and uh, what's inside and it happens at two things على سبيل الاستفراغ القيء والحجامة the second one is على سبيل الشهوة which is what المنيو المنيو and the money that happens that we are talking about here is بالمباشرة you have to come into contact to make it come the many. If it happens by itself, we're not discussing that. Does that make sense? To the usul al-mufattirat, right? So the first one was what? ما يدخل إلى البدني. That which goes towards the bedding, right? The second is ما يخرج من البدني. And it happens, uh, that comes out of the body, come, happens in how many ways? Two ways. على سبيل الشهوة أو على سبيل الاستفراغ. سبيل الاستفراغ we said is two things right القيء which is vomiting and the second one is what الحجامة على سبيل الشهوة we said what that which comes out a form of desire المني but we said with the condition it has to be what بالمباشرة because if it comes out from a sleep that you slept and you had a wet dream لا عبرة له or you see somebody you thought about it and then it came out لا عبرة له all of that it has no effect if we're talking about many not many or wedi or not wedi, it's many. The third one is, it's al-jama'ah. The usul al-mufattirat is what? Al-asl al-thalith is what? Al-jama'ah. Having what? Sexual intercourse. And who knows what the fourth one is gonna be? Nay Ibrahim. What did we say the fourth one is? We said, Alakal enters whatever goes into the body. We spoke about that. What comes out of the body, we spoke about it. Okay, Jama'ah, we talked about sexual intercourse. Jama'ah, reason why we separate it as an Asan Thalith is that even if there's no many that comes out, we're saying that just by the two parts of the body meeting each other is Jama'ah. I want to know the fourth, hey? Aniyah. Brothers, we took this already. It's a, it's a rukun. The fourth one is what? A person who's fasting, he cuts his intention. Even if he doesn't do anything. So now what I'm going to do, inshallah ta'ala, is I'm going to now go through those usul, inshallah ta'ala. Al-asl al-awwal. Let's do the first asr, which is what? Ma dakhala. Ma dakhala ila al We're going to discuss that. What is... ما دخل إلى البدن. We need a ضابط for it. ما دخل إلى البدن. It's caused a confusion amongst the فقهاء and the علماء and the علم. يعني ضابط المفطر الداخل إلى البدن. There's a اختلاف. Dispute. Argumentation amongst the علماء. What is the what is the ضابط? What enters the human body that makes the person's fasting break? We're saying, Hey Ibrahim, how many things do we say it has to be? 
Uh, three things. The first one is what? It has to reach the stomach. Okay? So it is whatever reaches the stomach. That's number one. These are all, these three have to all be present or else it's not valid. These are shurut that have to all be present. The first one is the second one is and you what? And you means what? It nurtures the body. Later we're going to be talking about man akala darahima wal dirhama wal hasa. Anyone who eats a pebble or who eats the, the coins. Does that make it fast? We're going to talk about it. But, and there's another goal that the ulama mentioned, and I don't see how they connect that with this, which is what? It has to be a what? Yughni al-badani an al-ta'ami wa sharab they say. Yughni al-badan an al-ta'ami wa sharab. Meaning it suffices the body from what? From drinking a food. But then isn't that taghadi? If it suffices you from drinking and eating, and it, it has to nurture your body, right? That's why it suffices you. You don't have to eat or drink once it happens to you, right? That's the third thing I mentioned, the scholars. Okay, this method, this 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 three that we mentioned, the the barbit for mayadkhulu ila al-badani, mayadkhulu ila al-badani. The barbit that we just mentioned of those three is madhabu man. Ba'dul Malikiyah, believe it, correct? It's also the Ikhtiyar of Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah. And also the Madhab of al-Hasan ibn Salih. Hasan ibn Salih, it's also his uh, one. And from the Hanabilana? Ibn Abi al-Iz al-Hanafi. Shariq al-Kitab al-Qid al-Tahawiyah also believed it. So Taqiyyid din min al-Hanabila. From the Hanafiyyah, we say Ibn Abi Al-Izz Al-Hanafi Rahimahullah and Al-Hasan Ibn Salih. This is Madhab. That this is the had for it. This now, I think, inshallah ta'ala, this whole ikhtilaf and back and forth regarding the had of what goes into the stomach, inshallah ta'ala, I think if you use this framework within Ilai Al-Kareem, it is it is it is good. I now want to talk about Manafidul Al-Badan. Hey, Ibrahim, where are going? Ibrahim is asking if I can repeat the third Babid. The third Babid I say, يُغْنِي عَنِ الشَّرَابِ عَنِ الطَّعَامِ وَالشَّرَابِ It is, يُغْنِي الْبَدَنْ عَنِ الطَّعَامِ وَالشَّرَابِ Now this one, yeah, it doesn't seem to be a difference from that in the second. I don't see a big difference here. They overlap. Because we're now talking about what enters the body, we have to talk about what the ulama call مَنَافِذُ الْبَدَنْ Manafidul Badan is the places where things can go in to reach the stomach. And this causes issues because some scholars say no, some say yes. Before we go into the places that can reach the stomach, first of all, let's talk about the places that can enter by it, things will enter into your body. Whether it reaches the stomach or not, let's pause that for now. But where are the places where things can go in through your body? Pierce into your body. Are you? Al-famu is number one. And the second one is what? Al-anfu. Are al Wal-udhunu. The ears. Are 
والقبل والدبر the dubur and the qubul also the same where else hey jarahat if you wounded and it's open it also goes into your body hey and last but not least masamatul jasad the little pores inside your body also water things enter them now some people they mix all of that together and a confusion happened through the madahibs where so many it went into the body so it broke the wall so fast it went into the body but it will not everything that enters the body is going to break your fasting we conditioned yet what did we condition that has to reach the stomach for example if you put kuhul in your eyes as we're going to see inshallah ta'ala what can you taste it you can sometimes taste it from your mouth Yeah. <laughs> you can put it in your eyes and you can taste it from your mouth sometimes. Now, does that mean it goes to the stomach? It goes to your mouth, you can spit it out. It's just like saliva in your mouth, spit it out. No problem. But does it, does it reach? There are, inshallah ta'ala, we're going to see later, some pills which you take for your heart where you have to place it under your tongue. It doesn't reach your stomach. It's just meant to dissolve in your mouth and then it reaches your heart. It's meant to reach the heart, not the stomach. And then later you can spit it out. Does that make sense? Does that break your fasting? No, it doesn't. So things like that, inshallah ta'ala, we're going to take. So eating and drinking, what does it do? If it nurtures the body, that is going to break your fasting. Eating or drinking which nurtures your body. What's the evidence for that? Wakulu. وشربوا حتى يتبين لكم الخيط الأبيض من الخيط الأسود من الفجر ثم أتم الصيام ثم أتم الصيام إلى الليل. This ayah was the which would استدلال from the ayah. The ayah we have it. نعم. How does ayah show what we're talking about? Which is الأكل والشرب لما يتغذى به is من المفطرات. How does this ayah show? كلوا وشربوا هي eat and drink هي and then base and then Allah specified at a certain time so then the other time we're not allowed to fast we're not allowed to eat or drink صح وكلوا وشربوا حتى يتبين لكم الخيط الأبيض من الخيط الأسود من الفجر so he's told us what time we can eat and drink the مفهوم is what other than that you can't eat then he says ثم أتم الصيام إلى الليل which clearly, again, from here, it's the mantuq. That part was the mafum, and the mafum is strengthened by that mantuq, meaning direct statement here, which is, ثُمَّ إِلَى اللَّيْلِ يعني from the fajr until layl, carry on your fasting. So the ayah we have. The second evidence we have is, لَخُلُوفُ فَمِ الصَّائِمِ أَطْيَبُ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ مِنْ رِيحِ الْمِسْكِ يَدَعُ طَعَامَهُ وَشَرَابَهُ وَشَهْوَتَهُ مِنْ مِنْ أَجْلِ Allah said. Hadith Sahih the person who's fasting, the odor that comes out of their mouth, it is more beloved to Allah Ta'ala misk. Then Allah Ta'ala tells him, it's hadith Qudsi, that's why I'm saying Allah said it. Yada'u, he leaves ta'amahu wa sharabahu wa shahwatahu min ajli. So he leaves us ta'amu wa sharabahu wa shahwatahu min ajli. 
So that hadith is it. Also, there's an ijma' in the mas'ala. There's a what? Ijma'. Man naqal al-ijma' Ibrahim? No, Ibn al-Mudr. الأكل والشرب لما يتغذى به ابن حزم صح لما يتغذى به ولا نكيف specifically ها of course الأكل والشرب all of them شغلت الشرب لكن لما يتغذى به لا قيد نكيف ابن حزم in what book في هذه النيوان ما أفضلها يعني الكتاب مراتب الإجماع من الكتاب المراتب ومراتب الاجماع. So you have the دليل من الكتاب والسنة والاجماع. في المسألة there's no خلاف. We can't say there are فروع لا كمان بيت اسمه اجماع. المسألة الثانية. We spoke about أكل ما الأكل والشرب ما يتغذى به صح. Now we want to go to the second مسألة which is الأكل ما لا يتغذى به. Eating ما لا يتغذى به. صح. Why did I not say you were sure? Nah. What liquid ever you whatever liquid you drink called shurb is it always you tagadda bihi? So if someone drinks petrol, yeah, is it tagadda bihi petrol? Yeah. In a good way or a bad way? Bad way. So you tagadda bi? The difference between is the difference here is is that the shurb where any person would drink, not same person would drink, you tagadda bi. We're not talking about somebody going out there and drinking petrol and acid. Whatever a person would generally drink is falls under ma yutaghadda bi. Akal will not be. There are things you can eat la yutaghadda bi, like stones, sand. There are things we have people eat that they, they eat the la yutaghadda bi. We don't eat siwak. That the pieces that go into your mouth. And even the chewing gum, once the glucose is taken out of it, you chewing onto that thing all day after that's finished. You don't get anything from it. Are we all together? What about smoking? Does it matter? No. It breaks the fast. How does it break the fast? Are you? So it will fall under that side. And the aslul hurma is that it's haram asalata. So, and the mala yutagadda bi is what we're going to go into. That which doesn't, like wal hasa, eating a dirham, for example, or a pebble, or etc. Will that break your fast? It won't break your fast. يعني ما لا يتغذى به ما لا يتغذى به which doesn't nurture your body it doesn't break your fast ولو even if it reaches your stomach it doesn't it's not going to break your fast 
Of course, even if it's deliberately, yeah, now. See what? Um, it won't break your fast. Of course, there's a call. There is a call that says it breaks your fast, but we're saying it doesn't break your fast. That's why we said al-rajih. There's a marjuh, right? When you hear rajih, there's a marjuh, another opinion. And this is the call of al-Hasan ibn Salih. And bihi waqala bihi ta'ifatun min al-Malikiyah. And the evidence for this is the meaning of al-akl wa al-shurb. What does al-akl mean? Listen to this. Al-Rumani, he said in his kitab, al-Misbahu, al-Munir. He says that akulu haqiqatan bal'u al-ta'ami ba'da madghihi. Fabal'u al-hasati laysa bi'aklin haqiqatan. Look what he says. You don't consider this is a dictionary book. Swallowing what? A stone or a pebble? They don't consider that food. Also, Al-Asbahani in his kitab, Al-Mufradat, he says, Al-Aklu tanawulu al-mat'am. Akl is taken in food. So it is not food. And what does the hadith say? Yada'u ta'amahu. This is not ta'am. Stone is not ta'am. Okay? ولذلك it was narrated that Abi Talha al-Ansari Sahabi Jalil بسند صحيح الإمام أحمد الطحاوي المشكل الآثاري was narrated أنه كان يأكل البردة he used to eat what? ice Abu Talha al-Ansari he used to take a piece of ice while he was fasting he would eat it ice 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 and he would eat it I'm coming to it and he used to say ليس بي طعام ولا Sharab. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> so what happened was, wait, job, wait. So what happened was, Sa'id ibn Ansari, فذكر ذلك له, فكرهه. Sa'id ibn Musayyab, Sa'id ibn Musayyab was sold about what Abi Talha al-Ansari did. فكرهه, he disliked what he did. And then he said, إِنَّهُ يَقْطَعُ الظَّمَةِ إِنَّهُ إِنَّهُ يَقْطَعُ الظَّمَةِ He gets rid of your thirst. So, Abi Talha al-Ansari, we learned something from him, and we also learned something else from who? Sa'id al-Musayyab, which is what? Abi Talha al-Ansari is right in his premise of what? Ever is not food or drinking, doesn't break your fast. He's right. That's, that's why Sa'id ibn Musayyib didn't correct him on that. But what he's wrong on is that he assumed that the ice doesn't fall under the two, but it does. It falls under the sharab because it melts in your mouth and becomes water. Does that make sense? So here, that's why Sahib al-Maraqi, what does he say? He says, Sometimes you might put a premise in place. Your example may not be the best example. Doesn't dismiss your, your premise and your main argument. It may be like, maybe this is not the best example for you. So the main point, which is whatever is not eating or drinking, it doesn't break your fast, is what Abu Talha al-Ansari was arguing. But he got wrong what? The example of the mithal he brought. ولذلك البزارين he says لا نعلم لهذا الفعل إلا على أبي طلحة. The only person we know doing this was Abi Talha al-Ansari. No one else did it other than him. Does that make sense? 
Let's go into some issues which I think are very important, inshallah ta'ala. Um, the tube that is put in somebody's mouth to reach their stomach, to check their stomach and see what's inside it and all of that. Does it break your fast or not? Again, according to what we said, it doesn't because our condition was it has to reach the stomach, which it does here. Okay, yes. But it also has to be what? That has to nurture the body. This is not nurturing the person's body. And we say, inshallah ta'ala, that it doesn't break your fast. Huh. Sheikh, wouldn't it depend on what is being put into the stomach? Yes, so if it's the thing that they put gel in it, that's no doubt. They're going to have to rub gel on it in order to put it into your mouth. We just said that the gel is not to nurture your body. So it's like taking pebbles. It's like taking a coin and eating a coin. Doesn't break your fast. Okay. And masala to thaniya and uh, cottons that people put in their ears to clean out their ears. Again, this doesn't even reach the stomach, so that's why it doesn't break it. And also, it is not taghdi; it doesn't even nurture you at all. Okay. Kuhul fil ain, putting the kuhul on the eyes as well. Uh, whether you find this taste in the mouth or not, it doesn't break your. It doesn't break your fast, inshallah ta'ala. Um, injection. Injection, we divide them into two. There are injections that are put inside the person, in their hand. Some of them are called ibr mughadiyah. It's actually food. Those people who haven't eaten and are weak and ba'if, they get taken to the hospital, they get this thing put into their body, and that person becomes strong. That, of course, breaks your fast. That what? It breaks your fast. There's another type of injection that's put in the person, which is dawa'iyah. It's medical, but it's not mughadiyah. It's not mughadiyah, meaning it doesn't nurture the body. Um, this one doesn't break your fast. Because it's not ta'am wala sharab wala fi sah. This is the view of the majority of the ulama and the fuqaha al muasirin And it's, if you look at the qararat al majami al fiqiyana, a lot of them they take this opinion. Okay, what about the asthma pump? pump? Asthma pump that people put. Yeah? The asthma pump, we divide them into two. If it is a pump where it's just air, and it has no um yeah, it doesn't it's not it's not wet, it's not got any water or anything to it, the blow, then labas. If it does have, if it if it doesn't have it, no problem. If it has it, it's a problem, it breaks the fast. It'll fall under water, there's water going into your mouth, even if the quantity is very little. The Prophet said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and Hadith Laqit Abu Sabra, sah? Sniff the water unless you are fasting. Huh? Unless you are what? Unless you are fasting. So by sniffing the water, you're, you, can, you can go in. So the same thing is, if you take this, if there's a little bit of water in it, then inshallah, you have to check that, inshallah. They don't have to fast it. 
So we're going to come to the people in that situation. We spoke about the Marid, right? It's Marid. Al-Masalatul I think. That is, and Bal'ud Nukhama. What's it called? What's it called again in English? Nukhama is the, uh, you take out some, it's not saliva, it's the other one. Mucus. The mucus that the person brings out, does that break the phone? No, it doesn't. Even if it doesn't, yeah. because it didn't enter your body. It was part of your body, yeah? Nukhama. Nukhama. It, it doesn't break what? It's like the riq. It's like the saliva. I know a group of people who believe that saliva will break your wudu and stuff like that. They break your fasari. And so they keep spitting it out all day. That's the kalluf. So, first of all, it never entered your mouth. It was in your body. Um, and uh, it doesn't يعني, fall under what we were talking about. Istifraq, we said it's only hijama and what? And al qay Those are the only two. So it's not actually what came out of your body. It's just right here. It just comes out of it. I don't know of it. That's miswak that has mineral in it. I don't know of it. What, what about taking blood? You take blood, not giving it. You taking blood into your body for the third person who's fasting. Yes. Yes. Because you had the it entered your body and it also gives you taghdiya, blood that you're taking in. You'll break your fasting now. Blood that's added to the first one's fasting will break it. What about al ghasilul kalwi, dialysis? The dialysis are two types. Okay? There are two types of well-known dialysis. The first one is what they call the hemodialysis. By the dialysis, when they clean your kidneys and then fluid out of it, they keep taking it out of your body, your body can't produce that anymore. And there is the uh, peritoneal dialysis, those two. Some processes they take has a form of taghaddi. In order to get the person to, they have to nurture the person in that process, that breaks off us. If not, which is a majority, if not, then it doesn't. So which one? Both of them tend to have processes like that. But like in the most famous one is the, the peritoneal dialysis. That was the one they generally give a lot of nutrient and glucose to the body. And glucose is a break of fast. Of course, by way of injection or taking it in or taking it any pro, any place in your body, if it goes in from your backside, from the front, from the stomach, from the mouth, from any of those places, if it nurtures your body and it goes in, then it breaks your fast. Dukhul ma al Just to understand the foundation again in terms of layat khul al-badin instead of breaking for three. So or we can break it into two. So right now, for example, the example that we're giving in terms of blood being entered, etc. The first thing that we mentioned 
It doesn't. But then it does what? That's the asal of food, generally speaking. The things that reach your stomach is what nutrition comes from. The reason why we conditioned having it to reach your stomach is that there are things that reach your stomach that don't do taghadhi. They reach your stomach and they don't do taghadhi. We have things that don't reach your stomach but also to give you taghadhi. And it's fair to be actually, to be fair, it's actually better for us to actually just say the asal is taghadhi by whatever means it happens, whether it reaches the stomach or not. But this is the shurut that the fuqaha mentioned. So uh, you now picked up on, on the first point, which is mayasir il ma'idda and taghadhi. And the third one, which we said, mayughni al-badani ali ta'am wa sharab. I think you could all go back to just taghadhi. Yes? Yeah. So everything that enters the stomach is not so if he reaches the stomach and it's in the person's stomach and he doesn't give them taradhi, then the yeah, it doesn't, there's no fa'idah in it. So it seems like that which a folk with if the focus should be is what? Taradhi nutrition. That which reaches the stomach, taradhi means so it shows the asal. Allah, it seems the best. The water reaching, he's rinsed out the water from his mouth or his nose. Then that also breaks a fast because of the hadith. Yeah. Somebody eats or drinks out of forgetfulness. They just carry on their fasting. Allah is the one who's feed, fed you and gave given to you. What about the pills that are taken under the tongue? Al-Aqras al Pills that are under the tongue, we said. As long as it's not giving you nutrition and it actually doesn't reach the person's stomach at all. Um, um, what about what enters from the front passage of the woman? The woman's front passage, what enters from there? So whatever enters the body, if it doesn't give it a nutrition and that doesn't come from it, what about what, what enters from the back passage? The same thing. Okay, if it enters the body and then it nurtures the body, it breaks the fast. If it doesn't, it doesn't break the fast. Okay. I'm going to stop there inshallah ta'ala regarding um, the first part. Mayadkhulu ilal badani. Mayadkhulu ilal badani, we mentioned that. And now we're going to conclude there, inshallah ta'ala. Anything which I've said that was wrong or incorrect is from me, inshallah, and Allah and His Messenger are both free from it. Subhanakallah, wa bihamdi, ashadu wa la ilaha illallah, astaghfiruka wa atuhu.